People, 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 welcome back to the All Jokes Aside podcast. We are back here in the studio, the studio being my apartment. It's, it's myself here today. We got my man CP. We got Corey Payne here. We do not have Ant here, though. Ant could not make it tonight. Um, you know, he has his own little Georgetown prep things to deal with and whatnot. But, Corey, we here today. What's good? What's up, party people? Glad to be back. Love my first experience as a podcaster. Definitely appreciate everybody who listened and supported. Always remember you can find me at underscore underscore bring the pain on Instagram and Twitter. And why you gotta lie? You know Ant gone because Brad's out for the season. We gonna touch on <laughs> we, gonna, <laughs> we gonna touch on that next week. <laughs> this is strictly football, but we oh, do man. know the Wizards not looking good. <laughs> we're gonna talk so, so look, we're gonna talk about everything NBA trade deadline, um, all the madness that's taking place today when we recorded beforehand. You know, we had look the Sabonis Halliburton trade. We yeah. had uh, who else got trade? CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum. We're going to touch on all of that next week. So don't don't DM us. Don't comment. Oh what? We're gonna touch on it all after the dust settles and everything that's crazy has happened. But we do have a very, very big game coming up on Sunday. Um, we have the Super Bowl. And we have the Los Angeles Rams who are playing home team because they are literally hosting the Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium in L.A. Um, and they will be going against the underdog out of nowhere, Cincinnati Bengals. Joey B! Shout out, <laughs> shout out Joe Burrow, man. Shout out Joe Burrow. That man is getting the gat, all of that. Joe Shiesty, whatever you want to call him. That man is just... He's a dog, but we're going to start the episode like this. Who do you have winning the game, Corey, and dang, why? Dang, we, we're going to start off just like that. Then we're going right into it. So, I love Joey B. He definitely invited to the cookout for sure. Shout out Joey B. Brr, so, brr. with that said, I say again, I love Joe Burrow. Oh, wow. I see where this is going. But, uh-huh. there is no shot that went in the Super Bowl. Wow, no shot? No shot. Okay, well, why? I mean, I mean, that is aggressive. Well, first off, they wasn't supposed to win their last two. I know it's like you could only, if you win, you win. They was not supposed to win these last two games. They was not supposed to beat the Titans, giving them nine sacks. Joey Burrow did not play good against the Titans. We can we can say, look at him. He won the game. He had hundred over 350 passing yards, but he did not play well. I don't care how bad your offensive line is. You was not supposed to take nine sacks. You can blame that on the quarterback. You can blame that offensive coordinator. But nine sacks is way too much. And then the Chiefs, they were down 21 to 3. Should have been down 24 to 3 at halftime. Okay. And then the Chiefs just absolutely collapsed. Like, I know we're trying to focus on the teams actually in the Super Bowl. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm just heartbroken about what the Chiefs did. Like, okay. ultimate color. I wanted the Chiefs Rams Super Bowl. The Super Bowl we were supposed to get um, back in 20, what was that, 2019, 2018? With the um, the uh, 49ers Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. We were supposed to get a Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. That's what that's what the people wanted. That's what I wanted. But back to the top get hand. Yep, yep, yep. I got Rams over the Bengals. Mm-hmm. My final score prediction. We're going to get into... But well, we how we think the game's gonna play out a little later. Okay. But my final score prediction is Rams thirty one, mm. Bengals twenty. 
All right, so we got thirty-one twenty from you. I'm gonna talk about Ed's point because Ed, Ed, you know, he's uh, he he gave us a prediction live from the grave. Um, he's not really dead, but he'll be back next week. But Ed is going. Uh, he also is going with the Rams. Um, he doesn't have a score here, but he's going with the Rams, and I'm gonna say he probably. Oh, actually, I'm gonna tell y'all exactly what he said, word for word. He said, "Could have making of a potential blowout." So, Ant is predicting a, a blowout. I, on the other hand, get the gap. Get the gap. Joe Shiesty. He will walk out of Sunday with his first Super Bowl ring. He will. Um, and I'm going, I'm going to go a score of, because I, I like Joe Shiesty. I'm going to go 31 to 24. 31-24. So a high scoring game. Yeah. Ain't you but you like So for the for people who don't know, me and David also work together. So we talk about sports all, all day every all day. All day every day. So this is a dude that loves Jalen Ramsey. Sassy. Loves the Rams defense. Sassy boy. And they go He's Come on, sassy. man. Come on, man. We politically correct on this podcast. I know, and that's <laughs> and that's he is, he's a, he is a sassy boy. And that's sassy boy Ramsey. What you mean? <laughs> But you think that defense is going to give up 24 points? I think they're giving up 31 points. Oh, I'm sorry, 31 yeah. points. Yes, I do. I, I do believe that de- that defense is going to give up 31 points, and here's why. So when I look at the Rams and what they've had to deal with in the playoffs, they don't, they handed the Cardinals a massive L. Massive L to open up the playoffs. Who were the Cardinals missing in that game? DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre. There was no nuke in that game. Cool. Kyler Murray's first playoff game, he obviously looked flustered. He was cool. he was flustered as understand. He was sorry. Yeah, he that boy was seeing ghosts. <laughs> he was seeing ghosts. Aaron Donald was everywhere. That defense hounded him. Cool. They move on. After that, they they played the Bucks. Good Bucks team. Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Who was Tom Brady missing? He had Mike Evans on one side. He did not have Chris Godwin. Correct or incorrect? I thought she was going to go with Super Griblin himself, Antonio Brown. Well, no, we don't go. Well, he's a different story. For that's a, that's a, that man, he didn't have AB, but I don't even know. Was, honestly, having AB, they might have won that game by 50. Because AB would I just imagine AB and Jalen Ramsey fighting. It would have been amazing. Um, and so, after that, we go to, they played the 49ers. Who's the 49ers quarterback? Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, he's a winner, man. He's a winner. He's sorry. <laughs> I don't know who's worse. Jimmy Garoppolo or Paul George. Exactly. Both sorry. That's my point. So, I say all this to say, the Rams calling card, the reason that team really wasn't, they didn't have, you know, one of the top two records in the NFC was because of one thing, in my opinion. They're secondary. Now, you probably say, oh, my God, their secondary is a strength. They have Jalen Ramsey. Cool. That's what's up. Jalen Ramsey is the best cornerback in the league. I'm not afraid to admit that. Um, I am a Jair Alexander apologist. That's surprising. I am a Jair Alexander apologist. Jair Alexander is number two, in my opinion. Cough, cough. I don't care. I ain't got COVID. Jair Alexander, I know what I said. But Jalen Ramsey is the best cornerback in the NFL. However, everywhere else on the field, when Jalen Ramsey isn't around, that Rams secondary gives up big play after big play after big play. Now, we look at, you know, the Bengals. He's going to have to guard either Jamar Chase. He's going to have to either guard Tyler Boyd or he's either going to have to guard T. Higgins. Cool. You're like, all right, there's three receivers. 
That's nice. But then you have to realize all three of those receivers can end up going for 150 receiving yards on you. 100, T- 150, David. All three of them have done it. 150. Corey, Corey, look, look, all three have done it. T. Higgins, didn't he have a three-touchdown game this year? 150. That's that's excessive. I'm, that's excessive. They can look, who, bro. They went and got Eric Weddle out of retirement. <laughs> they said, "Hey, hey, Ewed, we need you, bro. We, Utah, we, Utah legend. We, 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 yeah, Utah legend. That's, <laughs> that's that's adorable. Utah legend is old, and he need he needs to stay on the street. He don't need to put put the street clothes back on, Mister Weddle, because you about to get taken over the top. Over the top. Tyler Boyd, deep threat. T. Higgins, deep threat. Jamar Chase. I don't even need to say what Jamar Chase does. They literally will if they if they want to stop Jamar Chase, Jalen Ramsey will have to shadow him. And then if you shadow him, those other cornerbacks and safeties are about to get exposed. Not to mention the biggest weakness of the Rams' entire defense is their linebacker core. Like their linebackers are not good. I'm not saying Von Miller. I, I qualify Von Miller as a pass rusher because he has been eating. But their inside linebackers are literally liabilities and we haven't even talked and the thing that like no one talks about when you think about the Bengals is that everybody says oh man Joe Burrow Joe Shiesty Jamar Chase them boys look like LSU all over again Tyler Boyd I don't he just be cooking T Higgins go crazy they still have Joe Mixon and if we look at you know that Chiefs game when it came down to the wire third downs of course you had the Joe Burrow big throws to you know basically get them to lead but we look at that that last possession, the Bengals were able to go that crazy because Joe Mixon was running the just I, I don't want to say the word I wanted to say because we're gonna try to keep it PG 13. But that boy Joe Bar Joe Mixon was toting the rock. So when I look at all of that and I respect the Rams D-line, I understand the Bengals D-line, the Bengals O-line is not the best. I just can't see a situation where that Rams defense just all of a sudden they treat Joe Burrow like, you know, they treated Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's best receivers, Christian Kirk and who Rondell Moore, I, I think you can agree with me. AJ Green, AJ Green had a he had a he old, but he had a DC year. He Man, had a DC year. AJ, you talking about the same AJ Green that helped the Packers beat the Cardinals and Rasul Douglas got the pick? Cause cause that same AJ Green didn't know the route. The same AJ Green that left the Bengals and now the Bengals in the Super Bowl. I thought we were, I thought we were gonna talk about the Packers. I thought we were gonna talk about the Packers today. Whatever, man. Whatever. But needless to say, that like that Rams secondary was not tested in the playoffs. Like the test that they really could have had, the one test they could have had, and of course, I'm not gonna talk about the Packers. This is my only Packer point. Sorry, a soccer Russell Douglas shot because I had to take it. But the only Packer point I have is the Packers offense was the only offense that could have realistically tested that. Eh, I get the Cowboys that no, I hate that. The Packers offense is the only offense that could have tested. That Rams secondary, in my opinion. The Packers that lost in the first game to Jimmy G? Yeah, we lost. How many points did that offense score? How many points did Jimmy G score? Jimmy G didn't even throw a touchdown. I like I He like. didn't throw a touchdown. David. A single. No, I need. No, no, Corey. He didn't throw a single touchdown. So, no, we didn't lose to Jimmy G. You know who we lost to? We lost to their special teams coordinator. Because that man, get that man a raise. And fire our, our special teams coordinator. Actually, you know what? He did get fired. That's the point. That man lost his job. So, again, back to the Rams and the Bengals. We'll talk about the Packers in like two weeks from now after Aaron Rodgers announces he's coming back. But I don't believe the Rams are tested. 
I think as as much as we want to look at the Bengals and they're, you know, cool, you gave up the nine sacks, it was not cool. They had a moxie about them that when I look at teams that win the Super Bowl, have. You look at the Bucks last year, they got hot during the playoffs. Like, they got very, very hot. The Bucks did all of their games, if I'm not mistaken, aside from one, on the road. They went to New Orleans, beat a team that they couldn't beat. Brady sent Drew Brees into retirement. And who, who he sent after that? And I'm, I was gonna get to that, and then, and then, and then, granted, he had the worst second half of a quarterback in the modern NFL history in a playoff game. Whatever. Shout out to his defense. That defense stepped up, and they beat the Packers. They sent Aaron Rodgers packing, and sent Aaron Rodgers into a whole life midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. So, like that Bengals team has that moxie that I see. That Bengals defense, nobody's talking about it. They shut down Mahomes in the second half. They, they shut down Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill was frustrated on the sideline because he wasn't getting the ball. And it wasn't that, like, Pat Mahomes wasn't looking his way. That defense played good. When Pat Mahomes tried them, they got they forced turnovers. So that's why I'm going with the Bengals. I know that was long-winded, but it's the, the moxie about that team. It literally screams, like, we're hot. We beat. We, had, we got to host a home game. We beat the Raiders. Boom. We went to Tennessee. We gave up nine sacks and had to deal with King Henry, but we won it. We we pulled it out. We went to Kansas City. Mahomes just the week before, when I say that man ripped the heart out of Buffalo, he ripped the heart, the soul, everything you could think of. And then to go into that game, like, all right, we're thinking, yeah, Pat Mahomes is going to the Super Bowl. We're getting Mahomes versus somebody in the Super Bowl. And for that Bengals team to say, ah, mm-mm. Before y'all count us out, yeah, we might be down 21-3 and the roar back like that, no pun intended. I can't go against that team. Joe Shiesty is Joe Shiesty. Jamar Chase is about to get all over these boys. And, yeah, that's that's what I'm going with. So, Corey, I will let you have the floor. I'm going to listen to you. I'm not even going to respond. I'm going to let you talk the whole time because you, you let me kind of talk the whole time. So, Corey. Are you, are you done or are you finished? I'm, I am. You know what? Um, yeah, I'm done now. I think. Okay, for the faithful followers of our podcast who love to listen to me talk because they know where the good takes are coming from. Yeah. I get everything that David is saying, right? Like, you know, David's a sensationalist. He likes he likes a good story. He don't want to look at the facts in front of him. The Rams are the more talented team than the Cincinnati Bengals. From start to finish, the Rams have been the more consistently better team. And I agree. The Rams secondary is kind of weak other than Jalen Ramsey. However, I I kind of agree with your point, but I think the Rams are going to do something different. I do not think the Rams are going to follow Jamar Chase with Jalen Ramsey. I think they're going to play heavy zone and do what Joe Burrow was accustomed to doing. They're going to make Joe Burrow and I know it's I know it's going to sound crazy to say they're going to make Joe Burrow dink and dunk. The whole game, I think they're going to play cover three, cover four shell, and not let anything get over the top of them. And they're going to make them think and duck and wait for uh, let our pass, let their pass rush do what they need to do, rushing four, dropping seven, and then just wait for Joe Burrow to make a mistake. So I think the worst, like worst thing they can do is try to follow Jamar Chase with Jalen Ramsey because I think that's going to bite them in the butt. Because I am a T Higgins fan. I think T Higgins 
is a number one star, a number one receiver on another team other than the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. So, if the Rams follow what I think, I know Sean McVay is the boy wonder, and I know he he probably knows a little bit more about football than me, but I would not let Jamar Chase factor my whole defense. Okay. I would not let him dictate that. And only only thing, and I think they're probably going to do that, because I think while Jalen Ramsey is definitely the best corner in the NFL today, I think he is severely overrated when it comes to his man coverage ability. I think Jalen Ramsey is a good man corner, but I think he's better when you put him in zone and let him kind of roam and playmake like he did at Florida State when he was a safety and a nickelback. I think he's more comfortable roaming around in space more so than chasing a man. You can see by the Mike Evans touchdown a couple weeks ago when he literally just beat him on a go route. Literally, Mike Evans did not run a route. He just ran straight, and Jalen Ramsey can't do that. And Jalen Ramsey is prone to getting beat when he's playing in man coverage. When he's in zone coverage, he's unstoppable because he's so, so big. He's bigger than he's bigger than most receivers. He's way bigger than all the other corners. He's going to press you, and then he's an amazing tackler. I look at Jalen Ramsey as like, like – him and Tyron Matthew are very similar to me, except that Jalen is just a way better corner than Tyron ever was. Absolutely. So I think they're def- they're in the similar mode of they're better football players intellectually than more so kind of like like straight up coverage guys. Uh-huh. So I think the Rams defense is going to be fine. I think Aaron Donald is going to kill it, and I think we see another Super Bowl MVP type performance from Von Miller. I don't know what he's done. Since he's hit L.A. But that Ben move he does to get under tackles is unblockable. He's going to kill their offensive line. I think he's going to mark it down here. If you guys are betting, bet over one and a half sacks for Von Miller. I think he's going to have two sacks and could be in the conversation for Super Bowl MVP. We're going to get in We're going to get in the talks about who we think is going to win Super Bowl MVP. I think I have an idea who Dave is going to pick. I think he's going to pick Joe Shiesty. Burr. <laughs> Burr. <laughs> hey, free Pooh Shiesty, by the way. Um, Whoa. <laughs> Uh, so, anyways, but back to the Rams. So, I think the Rams defense is going to be straight. I think they're going to force turnovers against Joe Burrow. I think they're going to get to him. I think it's going to. I don't think the Bengals can have another slow start like they've been having. Mm-hmm. If they have another slow start, I agree with that. It's going to be a blowout. The reason I think the game is going to be close is because I am not a hundred percent sold on Matthew Stafford, mm-hmm. and Cam Akers scares me because he has been fumbling the ball ridiculously lately. So I mean, you coming back from a, a torn Achilles early? No, that he's he's a superhuman yeah. for being able to do that. But alongside that, I'm worried that the Rams are going to bite. They are a team of biting themselves in the foot, and I think they get too aggressive at some points. While the Bengals defense, I agree, is is good, and they played really well against Kansas City by dropping eight. And I think they leaned on the Andy Reid tendency of being like, all right, when I'm down or things not working, I'm putting the putting the game in my best player's hands, and I'm not going to run the ball like they should have been doing the whole time. I think Sean McVay is not like that. Sean McVay is like, all right, you drop an eight, I'm going to run the ball every play, and I have better athletes mm-hmm. than you do. And the Bengals' run defense is not good. So I see Cam Akers having a good day without the fumbles. I see Sony Michelle also scoring. So anytime touchdown score, Sony Michelle, you heard it here first. <laughs> and then also, Mike Hilton's a great slot corner. Mm-hmm. Great. Cooper Cup, the best white receiver of all time. And it's not even it's, close. It's, 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 he's so I'm sorry. Too. I'm sorry, Steve Largent. I didn't really see you. But Cooper Cup is the best white receiver I've ever seen in what's my what, life. What's over? 
it's not close. It's not close. It's not close. It's not close. I'm about to fall off the chair. It's not close. Cooper Cup is way better than Wes Walker. That's tough. Wes Walker, great possession dude. Cooper Cup's a possession dude, but he's also going to beat you over the top. They should have let if Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup can be the first white cornerback if he wanted to. I think he has that type of level of athleticism. Wow. He could be a white cornerback if he wanted to. I admit, I love Cooper Cup. He's going to beat you slot, outside, it don't matter. It, it also helps that Sean McVay game plans to get that dude open. Exactly. But Cooper Cup beats everybody in man. If you play zone, he's going to find the empty part of the zone, and Matt Stafford's going to throw him the ball 15 times. So I think you guys are kind of leaning towards my Super Bowl MVP, if it's not Von Miller. It's going to be Cooper Cup because he's going okay. to have 10 catches, uh-huh. 160 yards plus. Sheesh. And I want to say two touchdowns, but I think Odell's going to steal a touchdown from him. Because I like the way Odell – Odell is a red zone threat the way he should have been this whole time. Man, so Odell Beckham has literally like – like this move to the Rams reinvigorated his entire career. Like he literally looked like a shell of himself the past like three seasons. Um, it looked like he was down bad and just done. And he got to LA and was showed honestly showed the world that like it wasn't him. It was he had Baker Mayfield and Eli Manning going out like sad mm-hmm. basically. So um I definitely I definitely can agree with you. I think Cooper Cup is probably the best wide receiver of all time. Um but I just and actually, you know what? I, I think before we even move forward. I have to tell Ant's points because Ant, Ant did give me a little bit of feedback. Okay. Um, so he said he picked the Rams because of two things. The pass rush, which you alluded to. You okay. know, you have Aaron Donald. You have Von Miller. You also have Ashawn Robinson, who's been – that man is a stalwart. And fan. Leonard Floyd. And Leonard think, Floyd. Oh, let them get over 10 sacks for a second. Yeah, and Leonard Floyd. Um, and he said the pass rush and the Bengals O-line is trash. That was the in-depth <laughs> analysis that Ant delivered – through iMessage, shout out to <laughs> Apple. Um, but overall, like when I think of my MVP, um, as much as I would love to say Joe Burrow is going to be like the the Super Bowl MVP, and I think regardless of who plays great on that team, that Bengals team, he, they'll probably give it to him based off the narratives. I think the person in, in, in my head who's going to really affect this game and who should come out of Super Bowl MVP is Joe Mixon. I think Joe Mixon is – Honestly, just the talent on that team that people sleep on because you have those three great receivers. You even have C.J. Uzama who goes crazy on from time to time, and you have Joe Burrow throwing in the ball. But the thing about Joe Mixon is that Joe Mixon not only is an incredible, incredible running back, he's an incredible receiving back as well. So to have somebody, like I said, that down the stretch in that game, you look at Joe Mixon was the guy that really put them over the top. Um, even in my opinion, all season, like Joe Mixon ran the ball hard. Like he did every single thing that team needed. I mean, we look at his his numbers for the season: two hundred ninety-two attempts, yeah, um, twelve hundred yards, four point one yards per carry, thirteen touchdowns. Like Joe Mixon is literally he was, what third in the league in, t- in yards, fourteen mm-hmm. touchdowns, and literally we don't talk about Joe Mixon, and yet the man was a top five running back. Now, granted, you know. Derrick Henry was out for the season. Um, we had the Jonathan Taylor MVP season, so it's hard to talk about him. But the man did what he needed to do all season long. And even, like, I think if you look at, like I said, you look at kind of him as a receiver. 34 targets, 30 receptions, 287. Sorry, I'm looking at his rookie year. 
42, um, 42, recept- 42 receptions, 48 targets, um, 300 yards, three touchdowns. Like, he's able as a catcher. So you can literally have him, and he will slice up that defense. And, again, I think the Rams' biggest weakness, aside from, obviously, like I said, their secondary not named Jalen Ramsey, is their linebackers. Like, their linebackers, once players get past that first level of that Aaron Donald, it's usually like their corners and safeties are forced to come up. So if you have those corners and safeties that are now like, dang, Joe Mixon is gashing us left and right, mm-hmm. we know what comes next. One play action pass and brr, get the gap. Joe, <laughs> Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty goes to Jamar or Tyler. So I think, like I said, Joe Mixon is actually my Super Bowl MVP pick. And if it's not him, like, I think it'll be somebody on that defense because that's the only way, like, their defense is definitely going to have to step up. Um, you don't believe in Matt Stafford. I think Matt Stafford is is very much primed for this moment. I think Cam Akers is probably the reason I don't really want to give too much belief into the Rams. I don't, you might not like the Bengals' um, rushing defense. I think the Rams' running game is very suspect. I think look at – you know, the games that they played in, they had to bring Cam Akers back. Like, now had they had Darrell Henderson still, different story. I think I feel totally different about their run game. But I don't believe in Sonny Michelle as a running back. I did early in the season when he got traded from New England. I'm like, okay, this Rams team is on to something. And then he came and did nothing. Like, even when Darrell Henderson went down, they had to turn to Cam Akers who, like we said earlier, superhuman of a man to come back from a torn Achilles tendon six months after um, an injury that takes people out for a full year of their lives. Shit, for a lifetime. Like, <laughs> like so they Achilles and like, never walk Like, again. literally, there's like, what, three people that have looked at Achilles injury in the eye and said, cool, no worries. Kevin Durant, Cam Akers, and you can, I'm, I'm only going to argue Kobe because Kobe walked on it and made a free throw on it. That's a different story for a different day. Um, People not gonna like my Kobe takes. <laughs> they not gonna like for the future. They not gonna like my Kobe takes. Corey, that's for a different day. That's for a different day. Corey, different I, day. I just want the podcast to know everybody that's listening at home. If if Corey is no longer ever on this show, just know he said something dumb about Kobe being Bryant, and he was put out of my apartment, put out of my life. Hell, I, I made him. I'm, I will make him quit our job. It will get that bad. Man, back to the Super back Bowl. Back to the Super Bowl. We're going to get back. I agree. I think Joe Mixon is primed to have a big game. One, I think it's super out there if you just have him as a Super Bowl MVP. There hasn't been a Super Bowl, a running back as a Super Bowl MVP since Terrell Davis in 1997. Guys, don't think I knew that. I had to research it. Don't think, <laughs> don't think I'm that smart. We do research. <laughs> so Terrell Davis has not won a super. Like he's the last running back to win a Super Bowl MVP since 1997. Were you? Were you? You were born in 97, right? Or 96. You're hey, 96. I was born in 96. Don't okay. disrespect me. Are you that you, much older than me? I'm only a year old. All right, I'm sorry. I was born in 95, guys. You're not so, even a year older than me. You're like seven months older. Anyways, so and I also secondly. I don't know if Zach Taylor is going to be patient enough to keep running the ball. So see what the uh, tendency they had against the Chiefs were. They would run the ball on first down, mm-hmm. and then they would not get a yard, and then they'd be like, they would scrap it. I think if you play against the Rams, Aaron Donald is going to make some miraculous play sometimes where it's going to be like, you might get minus three. And then I don't know if Zach Taylor is going to feel comfortable enough to keep toting the rock with Joe Mixon and be like, you know what, I'm going to attack whatever side of the field that Jalen Ramsey's not on. So, 
I do respect Joe Mixon a lot. I think he's a really good running back, definitely a top five running back. But I just can't see. I don't honestly see him getting over. I don't see him getting the necessary carries to become a Super Bowl MVP. Like I would be surprised if he has over seventeen carries. I would be honestly surprised. Seventeen. Even even though the Rams' Jeez. run defense is a super vulnerability, I just feel like I feel like coaches are human and they get caught up in the narrative of, all right, this is Joe Burrow's show. He's my guy. This is who I'm going to lead. This is who's going to lead my team. So I just I see Joe Burrow getting forty plus passing attempts and Joe Mixon being around the twelve to fifteen carry mark, but he might have four or five catches. And I think it will be just be determined on is he going to get a goal line carry or are they going to throw the fade to Jamar Chase? So, I agree, but I'm still, with that said, Rams still winning. I think they were favored by four points last time I take it. I'm taking that. Mm-hmm. And, you, and, and who, so who's your who's your final point, final point? Who is your definite? Like, you got to pick one. You bet it. All the odds. Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl MVP. You kind of straddled the line. I need one name. Super Bowl MVP. I'm going to go definitive. I'm going to go. I want to say Cooper Cup, but I think the NFL likes his narratives and it likes his stories. It likes his underdog stories. So I think it's going to be, and I hate to say it because I'm, I'm not a big fan of this dude. I'm going to say Matthew Stafford gets Super Bowl MVP. Wow. With, I think he's going to have close to, I would say he's going to be in the 300 yards passing, three touchdowns, and he's going to have an interception or a fumble. He's going to have one turnover. <laughs> you can book it. He's going to have one turnover. But I think he'll win MVP because I think the Rams just have too many too many weapons. So, Super Bowl MVP, I want to say to my favorite wide receiver of all time, the best wide receiver of all time, Cooper Cup. But I think – even if Cooper if Cooper Cup has an outrageous day, that means Matt Stafford has a great day. That's true. So, and I think OBJ is good for a, a big player too. I think I can see Sean McVay doing a trick play with Odell, maybe a reverse or a reverse pass. I think they're gonna empty the kitchen sink because they really want to win the Super Bowl. So, mm-hmm. I right. say Matt Stafford, All right. Super Bowl MVP. So Corey got the Rams. He got Stafford for MVP and has the Rams. Um, and saying the the Bengals O line is trash. Me. I got, you know, the boys, Joe Shiesty, them, um, with Joe Mixon again. I'm going Mixon. I understand we haven't had a Super Bowl MVP. That's a running back in a very long time. But I think we're going into this game thinking, man, the only way the Bengals can win is is by Joe, Jamar, T. Higgins, and uh, Tyler Boyd going crazy. And I think Joe Mixon is the unsung hero in that group. So, with that being said, people, thank you all for listening once again. Uh, we, man, next week, I'm, I promise you this was a shorter episode because we just wanted to focus on the Super Bowl. But next week, we're going to get into all of the NBA trade deadline wildness that we expect to happen um, because it's already started off with some bangs. So until next time, people, stay safe, stay up, um, wear your mask. And uh, yeah, this is the All Girls Aside podcast. We out. Do Curse, you know, it's got a while I flew the curse.